Hello and welcome to the Twin Political Podcast. Happy Election Day, January 5th, 2021. Uh, if you are watching this, on, if you're listening to this on January 5th and you live in Georgia and that is above the age of 15, uh, 18, p- please vote in the two Senate runoffs if you haven't already. So our first topic today is Mike Pence being under pressure by President Trump. Uh, to overturn the election results in Congress. What are your thoughts? I don't think President Trump really realizes or is knows that this he can't do anything. Mike Pence cannot do anything. I watched something. Uh, I don't know if I can shout them out. I probably can't. Um, I watched something, and somebody gave the and the analysis that the comparison that it would be like the host of the Oscars not looking at the votes, just saying, that's who I want. That's, this is who I want to win. It's a completely ceremony, it's a completely ceremony thing. He's just counting. He is just counting. He is not doing anything. It is just Congress certifying the vote. Basically meaning Congress counting the electoral votes. He's only there. I don't. I don't even know why he's there. He. The only reason he's there, I believe, is um, ceremonial reasons in the United States. It has nothing to do with power or anything like that. Uh, and Trump is trying to, and I think he knows inevitably he's going to lose in Congress. Congress is all these GOP senators signing on to something. It's not going to do anything. I think he knows that. And I think he knows inevitably he's going to lose and is trying to shift the blame onto somebody else when it happens. And who's he going to shift the blame onto to, so that he can get away with it to his supporters? He's going to shift the blame to Mike Pence. And that's going to ruin all political future he would ever hope And I don't like Mike Pence, and I don't hope he runs for president. Actually, no, I do hope he runs for president so that we can beat him. Um, But I I think if this happens, if that happens, and he somehow gets the nomination, his political future is destroyed because of Donald Trump. Let's get one thing straight. Donald Trump already has lost. He lost yeah. by almost I'm eight million. Congress. He lost by almost eight million votes. Um, he lost in the electoral college just a few weeks a, a few weeks ago, uh, December fourteenth. The electoral college voted three hundred six to two thirty two. No unfaithful electors to uh, give Don- to give um, Joe Biden the victory. So. Where does where does this really like where does this leave us? Mike Pence has no power when it comes to um, when it comes to winning the election. He just doesn't because uh, there's nothing he can do. Yeah, I mean it's, com- it's Congress quote unquote certifying the vote doesn't mean that every objection that comes to Mike Pence is going to be entertained. Congress certifying a vote is, you know, certifying kind of makes it sound like they're 
they have to investigate it a little bit. It is just counting. It is as simple as me in kindergarten going one, two, three, four, five. One, two, three, four, five. That's all. That's it. That's basically Congress just going one vote for Biden, one vote for Trump, two votes for Biden, two votes for Trump. They're not doing anything else. And that's what Trump fails to realize. He cannot win in Congress. He's already lost. The all Trump, all Biden needs is for the Electoral College to vote in his favor, which they did. Um, so that really just means that Congress is nothing at this point when it comes to the election. I also want to bring on up one thing. If an if an election is proven to be um to be not fair in any case and if the election quote unquote failed if, yeah if the election quote unquote failed according to the constitution um uh the speaker of the house who really ele- uh reelected newly elected freely elected um nancy, nancy pelosi, pelosi would be the next president of the united states i like joe biden better so i hope I think Republicans like Joe Biden. I honestly think Republicans like Joe Biden more than Nancy Pelosi. Um, I, I I would assume so. I would assume so. Um, and I think that Republicans really haven't done their research because what Ted Cruz is basically signing on to, what Lindsey Graham is basically signing on to is potentially making Nancy Pelosi president of the United States. That is what they are doing. Potentially. Is it going to happen? No. There's like nine, there's a 0.1% scenario. No, less than that. 0.001% scenario where Nancy Pelosi could become president. But going on to that that suit in the Congress of joining the objection, that's just strengthening her chances. So GOP or basically just what they're doing is joining an objection that won't do anything. But in the case that it would, it wouldn't get Trump back into office. It would get Nancy Pelosi into office, which is, I think, the exact opposite of what they would want. I think they'd rather Chuck Schumer than her. Yeah. Um, so, you know, that's just a reminder. Also, um, Mike Pence, he, I, I don't think he'll do anything. Even if there's a, a objection, he's not going to entertain that objection, um, even if it's approved by a senator and a representative of the House of Representatives and a senator of the Senate. He's not going to um entertain it because if he wants any political future if he wants to run for any other office not saying maybe not the presidency maybe even just run for re-election of governor of indiana oh that's that that ship has sailed that ship has sailed by this point my friend uh if he's not gonna run for president if as after vice presidency only one thing comes up the presidency. I mean, so, I mean, if, like, you see Al Gore, he didn't go back to Tennessee to run for governor or any other 
uh, office there. He ran for president. So I think that... And lost. And lost. I think that vice presidents, if they're going to run for another office, it will tend to be the presidential office. And because of that, Mike Pence, either either Trump's going to ruin him, which I think he's already on the pathway of doing, or he might not be ruined and win the nomination. And in that case, not be able to energize the base that he needs than to lose to somebody who carried Arizona and Georgia for the first time as a Democrat in over 20 years. There is no way Biden could challenge a, uh, sorry, not Biden, Pence could challenge a Biden-Harris coalition. I don't see a way he could do that, even if his running mate uh, was one of the more favored in the Republican Party by both sides of the aisle, maybe Nikki Haley. I don't, I still don't see a way that they can collect enough people, enough votes across the United States to try to beat the coalition that delivered Arizona and Georgia to the Democrats for the first time in 20 years. It's just impossible for me to see. Yeah. Um, I don't, I think, I think we're really underestimating how under, you know, how important those two victories were because they signal a, uh, a democratic, a transition from the north to the south. You know, there are some northern swing states that are always going to, northern safe states that are always going to stay for Democrats no matter what, like New York, like Illinois. You know, those two, like Vermont, uh, like I mean, Maryland. Uh, the Illinois thing is the, that's debatable because it was a swing state. Uh, it was a swing state in 2000. It got, it went to the Democratic column and by a pretty safe margin in 2004. But that was a state that, um, and it was a swing state when it was Nixon versus Kennedy. So it's not as safe as a blue state as some people think it is. So you can't compare it to New York, California. Uh, You can't compare it to um, other big Democratic states like Vermont uh, or Massachusetts or Maryland. Comparing New York, California to Illinois and Democratic, like the Democratic way, um, I don't think that's really expo- uh, displaying how ideology, uh, ideology uh, driven uh, it, it really is. Yeah, I, I still think Illinois is, you know, it's a safe blue state. It's now. a safe blue state, but it's not the biggest, bluest state on the map. It, I think the blue biggest bluest state on state on the map is California. Then it's New York, then it's Maryland, then it's Massachusetts. The biggest bluest state, biggest and bluest, biggest and biggest and bluest. So that would mean population and blue and democratic way. But my real my real question for Republicans is after Texas. Because Texas used to be there's a safe state of theirs. Mm-hmm. When Texas goes to the battleground way, which it already has, what's their next biggest and reddest state? I'm looking. Um, is it North Carolina's a swing state? Georgia's a swing state? Is it Indiana? Um, I'm looking at the Illinois 
uh, thing from 2000, and it's 54% to 42%. So yeah, that's not pretty that safe. That's not that great. Pretty safe margin. That's not that great. Just saying. It was also targeted by the George Bush campaign. Yeah. Uh, so, and so it was called early in the night, and that was a bad sign for George W. Bush. Um, so basically, yeah, people had their eyes on that state. Yes, it went blue. Yes, it's consistently gone blue, but it is not as blue as some people think it is. It had a Republican senator for a long time until Tammy Duckworth kicked him out. Uh, but yeah, it has been a it has been a blue state on the presidential level for a long time, but a contested blue state. And it went more to the right this election season than it did to the left, I believe. That's possible. I'll have to look at the Cook political report. But uh, so I think it's, uh, you know, uh, so back to our topic, we got offline. Um, I, both of us agree that Mike Pence isn't going to do anything, right? Because if he's going to want to run for president or any other, I know it's unlikely, any other office, that's not going to float well with him, you know? It depends. So if he wants to win the nomination, well, I mean, actually, here's the thing. He can't do anything. He yeah. won't do anything because he can't do anything. So right now he's in a situation where the president just put, you know, a bunch of um, President Trump, who has the, the entire Republican Party up his status. Um, what was that? I was about to say ASS, but then I couldn't. Um, I remembered. Um, so he is the whole Republican Party uh, down his sleeve. That's a better up his sleeve. Sorry, up his sleeve. That's a better way of saying it. Um, and if he, if you know, Pence, which is inevitable, doesn't deliver, then the the, the whole Republican Party is going to be mad at him. So, which is inevitable. Um, he can't deliver on anything because it's against the law. So what he's going to be explaining to the Republican base to try to get the nomination is, I couldn't do anything. I was prohibited by law. <laughs> and what we've seen is that a lot of the Trump base doesn't listen to fact. And they're not that prone to listening to fact. If they listen to fact, they would know that masks work. Um, they would know that the election wasn't stolen, and uh, they would know that climate change is here and real. Problem is, listening to facts is not one of Trump's strength or a lot of Trump's base strength. So, convincing the Republican Party that I couldn't do anything is going to be a hard task for Mike Pence, an impossible task for Mike Pence, honestly. Yeah. It will be a tough um, task. But we go to our next story of the day. Um, Kamala Harris is accused of plagiarizing Martin Luther King Jr. Um, In what quote? Calm down, bud. In in what quote? I have a question. He loves Kamala Harris. Let me just explain. Uh, This is according to the New York Post. A story vice president-elect Kamala Harris told in months old magazine interview about her childhood has resurfaced after readers noticed parallels to a story told by Reverend uh, Dr. 
Martin Luther King Jr. in 1965. Speaking to Elle magazine for its October cover story, Harris detailed a time when she became separated from her parents at a civil rights march in Oakland, California. At this point in her story, when Harris's uh, parents found their lost daughter, the account begins to sound familiar to a tale told by the great civil rights leader. My mother tells the story about how I'm fussing and she's like, baby, what do you want? What do you need? And I just looked at her and I said, freedom with the, the, the W. Harris told the magazine. Harris told the same story in the preface of her 2010 book, uh, Smart on Crime, writing now, writing how her mother used used to laugh while telling others about this moment. She also re- referenced it in her 2019 book, The Truths We Hold, An American Journey. The interview, while uh, months old, resurfaced on Twitter this week when multiple users noticed the uncanny similarities the story had to had to one told by MLK during a January 1965 interview with Playboy magazine. In the piece, the civil rights icon recalled a moment he witnessed between a young black girl and a white police officer. Um, Quote, I will never forget a moment in uh, Birmingham when a white policeman accused a, a, accosted a little Negro girl seven or eight years ago, uh, years old, who was walking in demonstration with her mother, King told the magazine. What do you want? The police uh, asked her gruffly. And the little girl looked at him straight in the eye and answered, freedom, he continued. So, what do you think, Luca? You're a big Kamala Harris fan. It's not that I'm that big of a fan of hers. You are. Shut, <laughs> shut up. It's just I think that uh, she was the best at the VP choice. Uh, reading that, I mean, listening to the similarities, I think it's almost, uh, it's, it's almost hard to ever come up with a, you know, a counter, except for maybe, oh, I didn't listen to it, it was a real story. It, it actually happened, um, and... I it's you know maybe 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 there is a argument to be made which is oh uh, how would she, how do you know that she plagiarized maybe she just maybe it was just something that happened that happened to be very similar to I actually this, think that's what happened to to what had happened um, but my thing is, I, I don't think politicians are, not, not politicians, there are a lot of politicians that are stupid. Um, I don't think Kamala Harris is that stupid to pl- blatantly plagiarize something MLK said, just 
like exactly the same. It, on the other hand, Joe Biden didn't do it. So I, I the plagiarism thing, you know, what whatever. But but here's my thing with Joe Biden. He did it from a very, you know, if you said the person he plagiarized name, you'd be like, who's that? Uh, it was a great speech. He said it was, why is it that I'm the only person in my family that's gone to university or college? And Biden repeated that. And I think he said in three generations, that's gone. Um, it was a good speech, but it wasn't Biden's speech. So that's that's the bad part. And I think Biden thought that it wasn't going to get uncovered because he wasn't a familiar person. No one yeah, really but, you're, name. but, but in, you're in about, this case, you're talking about MLK, who was a, a day um, for him. He is a day that we celebrate for yeah. him. And he is studied in every single history book in the United States. Mm -hmm. So I think it's kind of unlikely that Kamala Harris would, I mean, it's certainly a possibility. Um, sorry. I don't think it's likely that she looked at a quote of a very, very, very famous civil rights leader. Uh, but again, I was from Playboy magazine, so. Who, and then just, but she said it twice. Three times. Three times. I don't think she would use that thing, that story over and over and over again. Honestly, if I were her, I'd be like, if and I did that, I'd be like, okay, I didn't get caught once. Maybe I should quit while I'm ahead. I'm not convinced that she did that, but it's 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 possible. But but I don't think that she would that she would take the words of somebody that every single American knows, and use it several times again and again and again in the exact same wording in and go and not feel that somebody may call her out on it and not feel that she's in danger yeah yeah it makes you know it's, uh, it's possible that she did it. I, I just I, it is possible that she did it but the story she tells is a little different from the story that mlk uh yeah told because in MLK's story, according to the New York Post, it was a police officer, a police officer and to a um, a little black girl. And, and then in her story, and, it yeah. was her, uh, it was her mom looking at her and asking her what she wanted. And she said, freedom. 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 Uh, but I don't, you know, it, those are those kind of skew farther away from each other than, than, you know, really, really the exact same wording, but it's pretty similar wording. And had she known of that quote from MLK, um, I don't think she would have gone on air and just, you know, been like, yeah, yeah, let's use that same, let's use this very similar wording of MLK and pretend it was my story. I don't think she would do that. I, not because I think politicians are uh, right or in, don't have a moral standing in this country. Not because I think they have a moral sense. It's because I don't think that they would want to get caught on those uh, fronts. Yeah, I, I agree with you with that. I also think, uh, but when you do something stupid, you never really say, you never really think, oh, I could get caught. You just... You do well, it. okay. That's no. That's so, also what Bill Clinton said in the Hulu interview. He said, "No one, when they do something stupid." When he was talking about um, his affair, he said, "When you do something stupid, 
no one thinks that they're doing something stupid. No one just, they know that they're doing something stupid, but they never say it in their head over and over again while they're doing it. You know, my they, they don't, they don't do that. They, they don't think this could damage my relationships. This could damage my life. They think, they don't think that. Okay. So today I was, so there's a school thing. Today I was in school and there was a question that I didn't know the answer to, to right? And where's this going? Uh, okay. I didn't know the answer to that. And, um, so I did what everybody else did. Apparently I, th- I thought that it was against the, the rules, but everybody else did it. Uh, and the teacher said it was fine. I searched it up on Google and then, um, but I was like, I can't put the exact wording in there because they'll, because she'll definitely know if I put the exact wording in and I have to put it in my own words. I think, I think you can, I think the affair thing is a little bit different than the quote quoting thing, because that's kind of your more personal life. And it could be, inter- be interfered in your work life. It did get interfered with your work life. Um, but she was on record in saying something that seemed pretty close to MLK's quote. But if, but as a, like, you have to put it into your own words. You, and you realize that. And you know that it would be stupid because people would catch you if you just copied somebody else's words. Yeah. Yeah, I think, um, you know, part of me is thinking that she did plagiarize, but part of me is also thinking, how did she recover a 1965 Playboy magazine interview with MLK? That's what I'm thinking as well. I'm like, did she really dig that far? Because honestly, that's impressive. Yeah. Um. I would not have thought, and honestly, and they don't call it investigative journalism for nothing. They had to dig far, far, far to get that quote. I don't think she did that. I don't think she wasted her time getting that quote. Just no, it's not wasting. It's time. not wasting. It's not wasting. It's just, it's not wasting at all. Um, I don't think that she used her time getting that quote. Maybe she searching did. It's possible. Through a while. It's possible. It's possible. Uh, but I don't think that she did. Yeah. I don't know. She, you know, with, with Kamala Harris, she's, she's a historic woman for several reasons. Um, she's an intelligent woman. She prosecuted sex offenders. She's prosecuted several people. Uh, and, uh, some of them good cases, some of them were bad cases that she prosecuted, but I think she's a very intelligent woman. And intelligent people do stupid things sometimes. I'm not going to say that they don't do it. So it's possible she did do it. But I have a question. I thought Bill Clinton was pretty, uh, pretty intelligent. He did a lot of stupid let's not, things. Let's not compare an affair to... Oh, yeah, that's very different. But he did a really stupid thing. <laughs> yeah. Several really stupid things. Yeah. Yeah, but Kamala Harris, I, I just don't see her doing that. And I don't... Maybe her team uncovered the... The quote, that's possible. That's that is possible. That's probably what I think. If she had done it, if she had done it, I think her team probably would have got it out of there. I don't think she sat down on her computer and was just searching up MLK quotes that she so that she could use them. Um, I think her, if it, if she had if those were 
paraf- if those were paraphrased or changed in MLK words to Kamala Harris's words, um, then she didn't do it. Her team did it. That's what I'm guessing. Yeah. That yeah, that's what I'm guessing too. Um, so you know, I think I think also Kamala, but w- Kamala Harris has her own experiences with civil rights. They were both her parents were deeply involved in civil rights. So maybe this was a similar a similar uh, scenario to what happened with with um with uh, uh, MLK Be- because they were both they were both part of civil rights groups. They were both parts yeah. of uh, minority rights groups. So I think there's a possibility that there was a it, it might similarity. Happen. Yeah, it might have happened. Honestly, it, until she comes out and clarifies, we have no idea whether yeah. or not it happened. I mean, it, I don't think the the wording was as blatant as Melania Trump's yes. <laughs> for Michelle Obama. Um, but I think, did Michelle Obama, did she, Melania Trump say that she did that? I, no, her her office actually denied the claim seriously. Okay, so it could be that Kamala Harris just come came up with very similar words to MLK. It could be that um, Melania Trump came up with very similar words to uh, Michelle Obama. Um, is that the most likely scenario? I don't know. But Probably is not. Is it possible? Yes. So thank you for tuning into our podcast. Um, We deeply appreciate it. And again, if you are in Georgia and you're above the age of 18 and registered- Also, we have a (laughs) Twitch- Sorry, we have a Twitch thing. Um, Sorry, Uh, we're going on Twitch and broadcasting the vote come in. Okay, bye. Thank you.